It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano. And you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome into the Sarcastic Remarks studios. My name is Ryan, and you are listening slash watching a special edition of the Sarcastic Remarks. This is the 2022 NHL Playoffs First Round Predictions video. We're going to go ahead and go through each of the three of us, you guys. Let me just pull you all up real quick while we do this. I don't have the fancy little graphics around us because I have to. Do, we have to do the other one so that we can actually see everyone can see our picks as we're going. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna make our first round selections, and then we'll make our second round selections, and then we'll decide who wins the uh, conference. As James is snacking on what is that pizza? It's pizza, man. <laughs> of course, it's pizza. And then I'm uh, not here. Pizza. I mean, <laughs> with twenty seconds left on the countdown, guys. So. <laughs> not even well, in the green room. Right, not even in the green room. He just made it in. We didn't even get to say hi to him or anything like that. So, anyways, you guys, we're gonna go ahead and get straight into this. So let's let's go ahead and pull this up because we got a lot uh, to talk about. But here's the NHL bracket challenge. I figured what we'd go ahead and do is uh, just do it one at a time per person, and we'll just go through this and we'll see who each of us thinks is gonna win each of these series. So. Uh, who would like to go first, or do y'all want me to go first? What do y'all think? You go first, Ryan. Me first. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna start real easy here. I'm gonna start over here with uh, Colorado versus Nashville. I think this is gonna be uh, well. The way the bracket challenge works on here actually is you have to pick the team, and then you get to say how many games. So obviously, I'm gonna go with Colorado. I feel like that's the easiest 
matchup to predict. Um, UC Saros, if he had been healthy, I think he they might have had a chance if UC Saros was healthy. But according to reports, it looks like that UC Saros is going to be out four to six weeks. So even if they beat Colorado, they won't even play. They he he won't even play in the next round, and then they would have to play Minnesota or St. Louis. So I don't think they have a chance in the world. Uh, For me, Colorado is going to win that series. Um, The next, go ahead. Hold on, we're going to talk about that that series. We're going to go game series by series, game by game. We can go person by person. All right. No, not person by person. Terrible idea. James agrees with me, right, James? I like going game by game more. There so you go. James agrees series. with me. Oh. I agree with you, Ryan. I think that this is the most likely game to end in a sweep. Uh, Soros being injured is just horrible news for Nashville. I don't know if we've got an update if he's going to play yet. I'm sure they don't want to tell anybody. But even if he does play, you, you got to imagine he's not 100%. So. I think they would have a chance otherwise, but without their their best player, honestly, they're they're not gonna have a chance against Colorado. This is the only series I put as a sweep in the first round. Nope, one of two. Oh, you got two sweeps! Wow, two wow. sweeps in the first round. Well, okay, well, and then anyways, for me, I just went straight into the next series. This one is gonna be really hard to decide. I didn't oh, even get to say mine on Nashville, uh, Colorado. I forgot. I forgot we we're doing it. Y'all, y'all completely switched it up on me, so we're doing it y'all's way. Fine. Well, it's way much done, better so. this. James, okay, what this are your democracy. thoughts on this matchup? Uh, the the Predators are going to lose. There's not. There's no question <laughs> about it. You you know they have, they have two other choices to put in net. They have David Riddick, who has played 17 games for them with nine wins, three losses, four overtime losses. And has a glorious save percentage this year of a 886. Ooh. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's or a lot they of wins play, actually for having an 886. <laughs> right? But Or they can play Connor Ingram, who has played three games this season. He won one, lost two, has a goals against average in those three games of a 3.71 and a save percentage Ooh. of an 879. Yeah, I think it's so, safe to say Ingram's not going to see the net at all, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, unless unless there's like a meltdown in game one. Yeah, even then. Sure. I mean, they both have like the same save percentage, so I mean, true, true. Throw whoever you want, <laughs> but I put I'm I went with Colorado in five. I think Nashville probably sneaks one off of them. And that's a good series to start with, too. It's going to show you how important we're all going to view goaltending in this because we know goaltending can win you an entire Stanley Cup. That's pretty much happened with our run with Doby. He just he had the best mo- two months of his career in, in our stretch right then, and that's what pushed us there, honestly. Yeah, and that, that's a good point, uh, Chris, because after I, I spent a lot of time going through this and – other than my whole philosophy of they need to learn how to lose before they can win. I've also kind of gone back and decided that some of the picks I made earlier in the week were kind of stupid. And we'll talk about those as we go, but uh, all right. So our next, so anyway, I did say Colorado and four, that was one of my sweeps that I said. So I, I agree with Kristen that I think it will be a sweep. Um, in the next series we got in the Western conference, we have Minnesota and St. Louis. So this one's really interesting. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And specifically the way I want to look at this is I want to look at this at uh, in different ways. Okay. So both teams are really very evenly matched. I mean, you could argue either way as to why, you know, that team that you picked to win the series could win the series because it could go either way. I mean, uh, the goals per game are very, very good. 3.72 for Minnesota, 3.77 for St. Louis. Uh, goals against 3.06 for Minnesota, 2.86 for St. Louis. And then the only thing that I think could be a really big difference in this series is the special teams. And you can see it on, on the screen if you're watching on YouTube here. It's a 21% on the power play for Minnesota, 265 for St. Louis. So that's a quite a big difference. And then their penalty kill percentage is very different as well. I mean, uh, six, 75.8 for Minnesota and 84.4 for St. Louis. So if you look at this based off of the different categories of a team, in when it comes to special teams, obviously St. Louis has 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 that on, on this. Absolutely does, yeah. So they absolutely 100% do. And there's no doubt that they have the upper hand in that category. When you look at offense, I would honestly give it with a slight edge to St. Louis. And here's my reasoning for it because, and I know it's only 0.05 and, and you're like, how can you make sense of that? When you look at the amount of guys that have over 20 goals for the St. Louis blues, it is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. They have over eight guys who have scored 20 goals or more. I mean, talk about a balanced lineup. I mean, they don't have like three guys that have scored 40 goals like the stars have. They have three lines that can consistently score. And like, if one of those guys goes down, it's all right. You got seven more. So I love that point, Ryan. That's a really good point, especially for playoffs. When like, if you have one guy, the other team's goal is going to be to shut him down. Like we talked about earlier when we thought we're going to play Colorado, the goal is going to be to shut down McKinnon, Kadri, and uh, the good defenseman, McCarr. That that was going to be the Stars' goal. With the Blues, you're definitely right. There's not one guy you have to shut down. You have to shut down the Blues. And that's what that franchise has been good at for a while now is having a good balanced team that plays good and structured. Now the biggest, uh, biggest question mark that I think you were going to get to, but hadn't yet is going to be the goaltending Mark Andre Fleury, big X factor. And right. We should get into that because in, in net for Minnesota, you've got two really good goalies. I mean, not just Flower. Flower is excellent, and I, and I would be very surprised if he doesn't get the start in game one just because he's Marc-Andre Fleury. But you've also got Talbot, who's been better, you know, through the end of the regular season. But uh, when you look at the goaltending for St. Louis, there's a bit of a question mark there because you would think it'd be Jordan Bennington because of the success he had in 2019. But – he has, did not have a good season this year, and it looks like that Villahuso might be the starter for game one. Now, it hasn't been confirmed that that's the case yet, if they're going to go with Bennington or if they're going to go with Huso. But if I'm Craig Berube, the St. Louis head coach, I'm going with Huso because Huso has been the better goalie for of, of recent. I know that he's, you know, he hasn't had the success in the playoffs like Bennington has, but who's been the better goalie over the course of the year and you have to go with the guy that's hot i mean you just have to so with all of that in in mind i I mean i mean that's so many you know factors that you have to go into thinking about 
what this is going to be. Um, no doubt in my mind, this game, this series goes to at, at least six. This at least has to go to six. If it does, if it doesn't go to seven, I will be shocked. But who do you give the edge to in this series, you guys? I'll let y'all choose first. I am going to do this consistently, and I'm going to default to goaltending. The better goalie is Marc-Andre Fleury, and he's going to win it in Game 7 for him. I'm calling Minnesota in 7. So I'm also going with Minnesota for pretty much the same reason. I'm calling Minnesota in six. I think the beginning of the series is going to be really, really strong from both teams. But I feel like I feel like Flurry can just once he is in the rhythm and finally gets it. If he is the one playing, he's just going to steal the end of that series. Yeah, Flurry's a guy we know that can get on hot streaks. You're definitely right about that, James. And as as much as I want to pick St. Louis because of the amount of different goal scores they have you have to default to gold i mean you have to you add it's the yeah. most it's like it's basically like quarter a quarterback in football typically whoever has the better quarterback is going to win if the teams are evenly matched and this is goaltending so i think originally i picked st louis i'm going with minnesota as well and i think minnesota and colorado will meet in the second round and okay and for guys sure that 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 series Either, either way it goes, it's not going to be surprising. I mean, those those teams are both yeah. insane. Right. Yeah, top and, two and, series in the first round, absolutely. Right. And whoever wins that series is going to give Colorado, like, heck in the second round. It doesn't matter absolutely. who it is. Um, the, the, it's just the, the only question mark that I have is St. Louis and Net. But, and, you know, something we didn't mention is the defense for both teams. They don't necessarily have, like, a quote-unquote, like, you know, a, a Kale McCarr, a Quinn Hughes, a Victor Hedman, or someone like that. But they have, they both have very, very good, capable defenses that can play on both sides of the puck. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you just have to default to goaltending here. You absolutely have to because this this series is going to be huge, and it's going and it's going to be one that uh, I watch. So, definitely, I'm going to watch this series. All right, well, let's go ahead and skip the Dallas series for now. We'll come back to it, it, it but let's do Edmonton, L.A. first, and then we'll come back to uh, Chicago and – or Chicago, Calgary and <laughs> – man, I wish. Wouldn't that be awesome if we could play Chicago? That'd be way better. <laughs> okay, so Edmonton and L.A. in the first round. Okay, so obviously the big storylines here is the fact that L.A. appears like their short little rebuild is over, and – whether the, I would still maybe even say that they're still kind of doing the rebuild a little bit, but with as weak as the Pacific was this season, somebody had to make it and LA made it and they played well for a majority of the season. Um, they had some instances where it looked like towards the end that Vegas might be able to overtake them. That did not happen. And so the, they've, they've been able to make it into the playoffs as the number three seed in the Pacific. And then on the other side, you've got Edmonton. Obviously, Edmonton has a huge, potent offense. That's, I mean, I, everybody knows them as the potent offense. And then when you look at their defense, their defense is going to be fairly interesting because it's maybe better than it's been in the past. Maybe. I don't really know. It might be about the same. But then even the bigger factor in this is goaltending again. And, and not because of the fact that it's different, because it's still the same guys. It's still Miko, Ko- uh, Miko Koskinen and Mike Smith. 
I have no doubt it will be Mike Smith in the starting net for game one. Okay. But the question is, is which Mike Smith are you going to get? Because the it, the thing that you have to think about is the fact that Mike Smith has been hurt for a good portion of this season. And that's just the way that he's been for the past couple of years because he's getting older. He's over 40 years old. But you have to look at the last couple of games here. And maybe not even just like the last couple. It's like the last 10 games. In the last nine games, he is 9-0. and 9-0. He's won every single game that he's played. And he has an over 950 save percentage over the course of those nine games. That's just stupid insane. So you have to look at that and factor that in into, okay, is he coming in hot or is that going to slow down when you, when they go into the playoffs? So that's a factor you have to think about. And then on the other side, who do you have for LA? Jonathan quick. You, you can't, you cannot count him out. I don't care that he's not the same guy that won the cup twice in 2012, 2014. He's still Jonathan quick. And if he gets hot, just like Mike Smith, he can lead his team into a deep playoff run. So, and not having a terrible year. either. I mean, his day percentage right now is nine ten. goals against 2.59. I mean, it's definitely better than the years previous. So he's, he's feeling it a little bit right now. Right. So, I, again, I think the question in this series as well comes down more so to goaltending than anything. I, th- I think a lot of these series are going to come down to goaltending. But ultimately, you guys put a number and a team who will win this series. Edmonton, L.A. I'm going directly against what I just said and not defaulting to goaltending. The one thing that we didn't mention is Drew Doughty is out. He is not going to play for the L.A. Kings no matter how deep they go. He got he got surgery on his wrist. He's he's done so. That's about thirty minutes a night of time on ice from Drew Doughty. He is ridden hard in L.A. and is counted on to be the backbone for the entire defense for their team, and is a huge leader for their team too. And I think him being gone and the fact that I just don't think L.A. is really that great of a team is going to hurt them a lot. And I think. I think McDavid and Drysdale are going to be able to overpower them just with their skill alone, and I think they're going to be able to be quick. And I think it's going to be pretty easy. I don't think LA's that good. I think it's going to be Edmonton in five. Edmonton in five. Okay. Uh, James, you got anything else to add to that? So I actually didn't know about the Drew Doughty thing. So I didn't I didn't know that in advance. But I I still put Edmonton on this series. But I really, it's it's really gonna be, I think, McDavid and Drysaddle kind of overpowering in enough games. And actually, this was one of the series that I said would go to Game Seven because I mean Edmonton. Ooh, really? Let, let, let's be honest, Edmonton is not. It's not. They are not built for the playoffs. They have two players. You can shut them down for a couple of games. I think. I think LA will find a way to shut those players down for two or three games and push it all the way to seven. Without Drew Doughty, though, it's a tall task. That's true. So uh, that's for me as well. I, I picked Edmonton to win this, and and it's just because they've got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. So a lot of these pl- a lot of these playoff matchups, and the reason I picked each team is just due to a couple of players. So that's just me. Okay, guys, uh, let's get into uh, the Dallas series here. So we have. The Calgary Flames versus the Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars just make it into the playoffs as the 
number one wild card after an insane last game of the of the regular season with uh, the Arizona Coyotes and the Nashville Predators. Chris and I yeah, just wasted a full 25 minutes of podcast. <laughs> right, I know. Completely ruined don't, our lives there. Don't worry, y'all are not alone in that. There are so many other podcasts <laughs> doing the same thing. Yeah. I saw I saw a tweet that said that Sagan bought concert tickets to watch Justin Bieber in Colorado, but no more Bieber because we're <laughs> 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 in <laughs> Uh, yep, no great. joke. That's that's literally what I saw as well, and I, I think that was uh, Taylor from uh, Defending Big D. So uh, that's me, but we'll, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Um, but anyways, guys, l- let's get let's get serious here because that I mean, I mean we want to be homers here. We want the Stars to win this playoff series. So let's b- spend a little bit more time with this series than we would any of the other series because. We, we haven't really talked much about Calgary against the Stars because we, we expected it to be Colorado and, and want total honesty. And what's kind of unfortunate with this is, yes, we get the easier team of the two, but they're both really, really good teams. And the other, yeah. the other, the other part of this is that we had a better record against Colorado in the regular season than we did against Calgary. So mm-hmm. in the regular season versus the Calgary Flames, we went one for two. And against Colorado, we we were two and one. So, I mean, pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. But that was one an unfortunate the, stat. Good. One of the games that we lost to Calgary, though, we jumped ahead on them real fast. I think we had like it was. I think it was four to one. I think at one point, and then Calgary pulled their goalie, switched him out, and we ended up losing the game five four. I think is what it was. So one of those games was definitely blown by the Stars too. So ultimately, in my opinion, after doing a lot of soul searching and a lot of research, especially into this series for obvious reasons, this is a battle of first lines when it comes to to this series. You've got the top line of the Dallas Stars, Pavelski, Robertson, and Hintz, and then you've got the top line of the Calgary Flames, which is uh, Elias Lindholm, uh, Johnny Goudreau, who had over a 100-point season this season, and uh, also Matthew Kachuk. So what's really going to come down to it is which team can shut down the other team's top line. Now, here's my problem. Here's my problem with this, though. Let's just assume that both top lines are shut down because that's that's a real possibility. Who would you give the edge to for the second lines on each team? Neither of them. I mean, neither really it is like they have a few more goals on their second line, but like, and I just don't have, I don't it, have it, any, I don't have any faith in that second line with Ben Sagan and whoever the heck they put on that. <laughs> That's also true. this morning. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like really, these teams are so similar in the way that they rely on the people they rely on. The Flames rely on their goaltending and they rely on their first line. And who do, who are we always looking to every single game? We're relying on goaltending and we're relying on our first line game in and game out. It's like, it's, it's, it's scary how similar, even like the point totals in both these teams, like how there's gaps in like the same spots. Yep. I, I truly have no clue how this is 
going to pan out if both first lines get shut down, which I don't think is going to happen anyway, honestly. And so, okay, so so we talk about that. So, I mean, that's really going to be the biggest deal is which which line is going to be better, the top line for the Calgary Flames, the top line for the Stars, and why. We talked about that. But you've also got a whole bunch of other players for the Calgary Flames that have done better than our second line. you got, yeah. uh, uh, oh, I think it's Backland. I, I think it's their second line center. He's had a pretty I good year. I got a pulled up right here. And it's then you got Mangiapane. Mangiapane, yeah. Mangiapane has scored over 30 goals. I, I think he got close to 40 this season, actually, if I remember correctly. Is that right, Chris? I don't have that pulled up. You got, okay, he so he got 35 season. Okay, so that's another 30 a 30 goal scorer that the Stars don't have. The, the next closest yeah, guy for the Stars is Sagan, and he has 24. The, the crazy thing is, though, like, even after Mangiapane, there's a 15-goal drop to Tyler DeFoley. Like, it's... It's it's not like they're they they don't have very much depth scoring either. I mean, both these teams that's what they struggled with, and the Flames just dealt with it better. Yeah, and, and and you know, some people are some people over here in the chat are saying we should point this out. Uh, yeah, saying they only have one line is silly. Um, and is Dylan Dubay still on the Flames? Hate that dude. Yes, and. Funny story, Dylan Dubay is actually chosen from a second-round pick that the Stars gave to the Calgary Flames. So Dylan Dubay could have been a Dallas star if you use that logic. Yeah. But anyways. Um, to, to get to Eric's ahead. comment, it's, okay. it, it seems silly. Like, their second line is back when Toffoli and Mangiapane. But, like, James showed you the stats. Like, Toffoli's not playing great. I mean, the, the one who's who had a great season is Mangiapane, and he's definitely – their biggest chance to score goals past their first line, but that's, that's kind of it. So it, it there's their first line is still the main portion of their team and is where the majority of their goal production is coming from. So e- even though the names suggest that it should be otherwise. Well, and then let me pull, pull this up too, because this is a really good comment here by Ardell and something that we should be aware of is the fact that the 5-on-5 numbers for Calgary are absolutely insane. I believe 80 out of the 100 that Johnny Goudreau scored this season was on 5-on-5, not not power play. And I think all three of those guys on that top line are plus 40 or above, if I remember correctly, after doing some research. So just the fact that... I think they're top three and plus minus in the league is that line. Yeah, and they're top in the last, like, 10 years, too. It's not like... Which is insane. They're leaps and bounds above everyone else this year. Which is which is another, you know, if you want to do a checklist for something, that's another checklist check for the uh, Calgary Flames there. But let's go but ahead and honestly, get into... Honestly, that kind of... Sorry, I just want to mention one more thing. That kind of works for the way that the Stars would want to play them, though, too, doesn't it? Like, we want to play our checking line that isn't supposed to score against those guys. Sadly, they're not supposed to score, but, you know, that's that's kind of what their job is. So it kind of works out to be like, okay, y'all do have a pretty good two-way first line, but we don't really care. We're going to just play defense against it anyway. <laughs> so I, I feel like that kind of works out for us. I mean, it, obviously, it's not great. They're incredible on the offensive side. But we don't have to worry too much about them being skilled defensively because we're not going to get goals from our checking line anyway. Do you have anything else to add to that, uh, James, at all? Um, well, I was just going to look at the plus minuses for both the teams as a whole because the stars are like they're like minus ten, right? 
which the is only like, team with the negative they, goal differential. The only team with the negative, and it's the worst goal differential the Stars have had while making the playoffs. But even with that, like our top line is still plus 16, plus 15, and plus 11. For a team who went minus 11 on the whole season, that's pretty freaking good. Yeah. And, and also <laughs> there, there, was, there was one other thing that I, that I thought to bring up is that Markstrom had like 11 shutouts. Yeah. So yeah. that that helps your plus minus quite a bit too when your goaltender just stops everything in the regular season. Yeah, which that's probably the next thing we should get into because Markstrom is having a monster oh, season. Oh my yeah, goodness. He's go ahead, this go year, ahead. his his save percentage is 922. His goals against average is 222. He has nine shutouts on the season, nine official shutouts at least, and 37 wins. He is having a career year, and even with the first line, which is probably the best first line in the league right now, he is still the biggest danger to the Stars, I think, in this series. you got to find a way to break him. Well, and a lot of people are pointing at the fact that the Stars beat the Flames back in 2020 bubble playoffs. And I I, I got two two comments to that's not good for the Stars here. First off, it was the bubble playoffs, so that's just a a totally different beast. It was completely different. We'd never see that, and we'll never see it again, probably. This, knock on wood. Um, and <laughs> then they also didn't. They also did not have Jacob Markstrom. Their starting goalie was Cam Talbot, and and I mean Markstrom is a huge upgrade over Cam Talbot. No offense to Cam Talbot, who's a pretty decent goaltender himself, but Markstrom is just that much better. Which and is not good for the, the best Stars. career, and he's had the best season of his career, right? And then it, when you look at the stars, unfortunately, as much as we love Jake Ottinger, Jake Ottinger is completely untested in the NHL playoffs. Now, in, in his career, he has played in some enormous games. I mean, in the NCAA, I was listening to the uh, to Podman Rush. Uh, yep. Actually, today. That's what I did today, too. (laughs) Yeah, and and Matt DeFranks was, if you haven't listened to that episode where they talk about the playoff hockey, you should go listen to it because it was a very good uh, episode there. But uh, Matt DeFranks was on, and he was talking about all these different instances where Jay Gottinger has been put into really scary situations and, you know, situations that have made him better and that might could be seen as equivalent to, you know, Stanley Cup playoff experience. But again, it's not the Stanley Cup. is It's not the Stanley Cup experience. He doesn't have any right now. It does, I mean, the bubble playoffs don't count. So yeah, and it's him, not saying that he's. It's not saying that that's a negative on him. It's just a question mark. I mean, we're gonna see yeah. how he reacts. I mean, the Vegas game was super awesome, in my opinion. I love no, no, seeing no. that. Seems like a good indicator. But still, Stanley Cup playoffs is a unique animal. It changes the game completely, which some people may agree with or disagree with, but it, it's true <laughs> as of now. So we'll just see how he reacts. Same for Markstrom though. Honestly, I mean, not a ton of big games for the guy. I don't feel like, and here he is as the, one of the favorites to, to be at the Stanley cup. We'll see how he handles that pressure too, because he's going to be expected to lead his team. So, so big question marks it, on both sides, but if I had to place my bet, I'd place it on Markstrom. So and so, let's look at the one aspect of well, the of the teams that we haven't looked at yet, and that's the defense. Well, 
let me just go a little bit more into the goaltending just a little bit because <laughs> James is like, no, we're not leaving well, goaltending. Well, yet. Eric, uh, <laughs> that Markstrom doesn't have playoff experience either. That's yeah. if we're That's going off saying. of that, it's a huge point. And to to be fair, I mean, honestly, how how tense has all of Calgary's games been this season? They are not, not playing tense. one goal games. A lot of the time, even when Markstrom has a shutout going, they're ahead by three or four goals. And and Otter has been playing. He's been playing like half his games in overtime, and he's winning them. So honestly, if I'm going with with who does better under pressure, I still think Otter gets that. That's fair. So. I think that's totally fair. And moving on to defense, like Ryan's saying, no team is going to give them more defensive troubles and a harder forecheck than the Stars will. So you can go ahead with defense, Ryan. So here's the thing about this team, though. I think that if there's one category that the stars have the upper hand in, it's defense. And it's specifically our defensemen. So I mean, when let me just point out the the defensemen here for for Calgary, okay? You got uh Anderson, you have Chris Tanev, who's really good. You have uh Nikita Zadorov, who is ginormous, he's huge, he's like six five. You've got let's see, good Branson who is also ginormous and huge. He makes up that giant third pairing for uh, his team. you got Noah Hannafin, and then you have uh, Shillington, who is kind of coming to his own in this season. But then on the Stars front, you look at our defense. you got Mara Haskinen. you got John Klingberg. You have uh, Essa Lindell, Yanni Hockenpah, Ryan Suter, Joel Hanley, and... Um, who else am I forgetting, you guys? Harley. You got Harley as well there. And if I'm looking at them both, and I'm looking at them objectively, not you know emotionally invested in, in a team or something, I think the Stars have the upper hand here when it comes to Calgary. And uh, whether that be you know in, on the defensive side of defensemen or on the offensive side of defensemen. Because, I mean, the, the Calgary defense is very good. Like, as a group, they are very good and very solid. But they don't really have, quote-unquote, a, a number one guy, if that makes any sense, right? Like, yeah, they for, don't have a guy that'll opinion, lock down the other team's superstar. Right. Like, our number one guy is, hands down, Mira Haskinen. And then John Klingberg, could, he, he could even be seen as a number one defenseman for some teams, even. So we've got two yeah. number one guys here, and then you've got a team in Calgary that doesn't really have that. So I, I think that that is the one aspect that the stars have over the Calgary flames. Do, do y'all think that's a fair assessment there? Or no. Yeah. The stars, I think the stars have probably one of the most like recognizable D lines in the league. Honestly. I mean, they don't, they don't always yep. play elite and they haven't been playing crazy elite this year, but like, I mean, we we pick up someone like Hawk and Paw even, and that's that that's honestly such a big pickup. Now looking back at the off season, that that dude yep. is going to be huge in in the in this playoff series. And me and Ryan that, said that, that when it happened, lots of people didn't like it. So we've kind of hammered everything to death. One more thing, you gotta talk about the four check. The Dallas Stars okay. are gonna are gonna beat up on the Flames, I think, on the forecheck, and especially just punishing 
the first line whenever we get a chance. And we've proved that we're good at that. That was the main thing that I thought we were best at in the bubble playoffs. And it's the reason why we beat the Colorado Avalanche. We Nathan McKinnon in the beginning of that series was beating up on us, especially the first two games. He kind of controlled those and he was the difference maker as the series went, went along. He got hammered down so much that by the, by game seven, he did nothing. He was non-existent. And I think that's why the stars are such a great playoff team is because they play the long game of it's a seven game series. We're going to wear you down starting game one face off. James, you got anything else before we make our final predictions for who wins the series? Well, there was one other one other comment. I can't find it, but they they said how the Stars are are the best NHL team in one goal games this year. Like by far, they're like yep. it's like twenty six six and six or something like that, which is stupid. Absolutely insane. Six and six. Twenty eight. I was six, close. Six. That's pretty good. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean that. That is a big plus when it comes to the playoffs, especially because you're going to be playing tight games They're every all night. Tight. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 the, and the best, like, the, the other team's never going to give up. Yep. And, and that's an intangible, like, like you were mentioning earlier, how the Flames weren't, haven't been in any must-win games. The Stars have been in must-win games since the All-Star break, and they've figured <laughs> out a way to do it. All right, who wins the series and how many games, you guys? I am completely biased in this answer, 100%, but this is the most likely upset of the first round, honestly, in my opinion. This is the most likely team to be upset, and I think Dallas wins it in six. I think Markstrom is not going to show up. We're going to lock down their first line, and we're going to take it in six. Okay, James? I look at the stats and I want to say that we're not going to win this, but I'm a Stars fan, so we're going to win this. Like, it, it's going to happen, right? And then I'm going to cry when it doesn't, or if it doesn't, and hope that it does happen. I really hope this happens. I put Stars <laughs> in six as well. Uh, I think if this goes to game seven, it it probably still leads towards the Stars' favor, in my opinion. But I really feel like if if it – by the time we make it to six, the we'll probably already know who's going to win the series. I agree. All right, you guys. Um, y'all are not gonna like me. I, I you're gonna be I, the I realist. Understand it. I understand gonna, it, Ryan. I just gonna, don't like. I'm gonna it. be the realist. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't. I, 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 I it, with every ounce of my being, it is killing me to say this, but I, I just. I, I can't see it, and there's too many questions. And it's it's not it's not that I don't want it. I obviously want it. I want them to prove me wrong. So maybe this will they'll they'll see this episode. They'll see me, you know, talking about why they're not going to win, and they'll go out and say, <laughs> "We're going to beat up Ryan and show him why he's wrong." But I, I just don't see it. I, I I mean, Dallas has no offense after that first line, and if both li- first lines are nixed. Calgary has the upper hand in that. You've got Markstrom in net. All season, we haven't seen Dallas defensemen put up goals, which is what we saw in the bubble playoffs and which is what made us successful. We saw it in the, in the last game against Anaheim. Okay, great. We, it was Joel Hanley and... Uh, yeah, the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah, Harley. Right. And Harley, Harley, exactly. Good for them, though. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, good for them though. I'm gonna um I'm gonna be a realist and and say that Calgary is gonna win it in in the first round and I, I'll I'll say seven games just just because just because it's the stars so I'll say Calgary in seven but uh, that's just what I think and and I hope to every ounce of my being that I'm wrong okay so on, so on, honestly if Calgary wins this series I think they probably win it in five honestly. Really? Really. The longer this series goes on, the more it leans towards the stars. Okay. Well, Cal- so for for Colorado, we said in four, I believe. Minnesota, we, we said that this is going to take uh, seven games here in, in this series. So we'll say seven for Minnesota here. Uh, how, many, how many games do you want to say for, for this series, you guys? Seven? Is this your bracket? Yeah, sort of, kind of. Just do yours. If it's then. your bracket, then you just take the picks, man. Okay, so I'll, I'll say got my seven. bracket pulled up. And then uh, for Edmonton and and Los Angeles, um, I forgot how many games I said. I don't think I said any games. I don't think. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I said six here. So, so, so this is my bracket. If you guys want to share your screen so we can pull up yours, we we, we can show that too. But uh, Colorado in four, yeah. Minnie in seven, yeah, Calgary in seven, Edmonton in six. So. That's just what I think. All right. Ryan playing safe. No upsets. Yep. Not at least not here. Nah. I mean, honestly, it's Minnesota or the Blues and upset. That's the same. Either team wins that, it's an upset. So Yeah. Right. So I mean yeah, I mean that's not really an upset if St. Louis wins because they're because they're so evenly matched. So I'm um, speaking yeah. of another two-three matchup. We'll get to that in here in a second. But hey, hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is finally on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet five dollars on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. Like for me, it's going to be the Dallas Stars. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Eastern Conference. Here we go. Uh, Florida and Washington is first up. So, Florida with an absolutely incredible, amazing season. They end with a positive. I forget. It's like a positive. It's goal differential of like over a hundred and ten or something yeah. like that. It's I don't, I don't know. They, they lost. They lost eight of it in the last game. So true. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so here's some of the stats for them. They average over four goals a game. Oh gosh, That's insane. 
And then you got Washington who averages over about 3.3. That's just stupid. Goals against 2.86 for the uh, Panthers, 2.95 for the Washington Capitals. Still favors the Panthers. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. That's that's stupid. And it just shows you how much of a bounce-back season Sergey Bobrovsky has had. He's, he's had a much better season this year than he did last year. They, they um, also just score goals to the other team gives up. So, <laughs> or, or, or they just play with their food and let the team get like six or five or six goals, like a five to six. You know, <laughs> yeah, just take it over. Yeah. And win the game like eight to six or something like that. Oh, so. man. So, all right. I, I feel like this is an easy choice, you guys. Is there anything else we need to talk about with this series? I, I, I didn't think so. Um, no. Since you think since you think it's an easy choice, uh, this was my uh, one-off game. I threw it to the Washington Capitals. Actually, bullcrap! No. No. I put it on my bracket. It is over. It's on our little bracket playoff thing. I gave it to Washington. <laughs> in seven. Oh my is there reason or is it just get. gut reaction? Florida's not going to get out of the first round and it's gut reaction. That's I really, why. I, I do not feel, <laughs> I, I know Florida's so crazy and they're like, they're just destroying everything and everyone. I just, I don't know. I don't feel it. How many I games? I really feel Washington. I put Washington in hey. seven. I really think they can steal seven games. So, so it, did I mention, James, that Aaron Ekblad is returning for the playoffs? And also for the playoffs, Alec Dovechkin may not, may not even play game one. I still think they can steal it, man. I don't know. I, I do not have faith in the Florida Panthers in the postseason. Yeah, I really feel it. It feels like it, like a Tampa, like a Tampa choke to me. Like I just, it feels yeah. like it's going to creep on them, and then they're just going to lose it. Everyone's saying the same thing. There's no way they can lose in the first round. They're just so good. I, I can see I that. Just, I just don't I think know, you're man. wrong. Four and five. <laughs> I don't trust them. <laughs> Ardell saying Ovechkin is more man on one leg than anyone on two. Dude is a savage. No joke. And he's like 37, 38. Oh, and it, you know, just throw it in another 50 goal season on top of that. Yeah, I think he's like 10 or nine or 10 of them now. That's so stupid. Ten. Ridiculous. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Move on to the next series. This is the fun one. Toronto versus Tampa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So James, you said in seven. Chris, what did you say? How many games for Florida? Five. Five? Okay, I said Florida and four. Okay, anyway, this is the funnest series of the next Sweet. ones. Chris, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Well, three, two, one, go. The Toronto Maple Leafs have not won a playoff series since there was, like, no teams in the league, so that's fun. Tampa Bay is the back-to-back -back defending Stanley Cup champion. We lost a bunch of players. They're still somehow a really good hockey team. That's not fair. Uh... Tampa Bay also has the best goaltender of the past decade. Toronto does not have a great goaltender. And Toronto has the worst fan base in the league. So oh. that's another oh, downside. <laughs> Jeez. Good thing we All right, are. Go ahead, Ryan. Hit him with the stats. All right. Let's go ahead and pull up the stats here that they've got here on the bracket challenge. Uh, points are pretty similar. They're only five points apart. Goals for game, 3.79 for the Maple Leafs, 3.44 for the Lightning. And then here's the biggest one. Goals against per game, 2.77 for the Lightning, 3.09 for the Leafs, which is not good. Um, and then here's a good thing for the Maple Leafs, though. When you look at the uh, special teams, 
Power play percentage is in favor of the Maple Leafs, 27.2 versus 23.6 for the Lightning, and 82.4 for the penalty kill, and 80.9% in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs here. So this is a really interesting series because it's a team that's not gotten out of the first round. They played even better this year. But it's still they they have to go and defeat their demons by beating the defending Stanley Cup champions in back to back years, and that's their first round matchup. That just sucks. <laughs> it just absolutely. I, mean, sucks. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It, it sucks for Maple Leafs fans. Uh, one other one one great thing for Maple Leafs fans is the Leafs have the best power play in the league. And Tampa Bay is the second most penalized team in the league. So that's going to be a big thing to watch for going throughout the series is can Tampa Bay stay out of the box and can Toronto capitalize on every single one of those chances? And really the big thing with our play is going to be how good is, uh, how good is the, how good is Tampa's goalie going to be? I mean, we know he's amazing. He's got to be the best player on the ice, especially on the penalty kill. And really, that that's where it comes down to for me too, Chris. Is it, it's going to be the power play for the Leafs. It's it's going to be if Austin Matthews can be shut down on the power play. He has like 16 goals on the season on the power play, which I don't know if that's how high that is in league standing, but that that's pretty freaking good. <laughs> so really, it comes down to if Tampa can shut down that power play for me. Yeah, and the other big wild card that I was thinking of in this series is the fact that Tampa's defense is non-existent. I mean, we already mentioned it with the goals goals against per game, but their blue line is also just not good. I mean, the Tampa the, or Toronto? The, Toronto, sorry. I, I misspoke. Okay. They're both Toronto's blue. blue line is not very good. They are both blue. That is going to be this very is so con- like It's the most confusing one to look at on the entire bracket. But it's going to be the most fun. I mean, this is the, the number one series team. to watch in the first round. It, 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 if but, this is not the number one series, then it's the Minnesota St. Louis series. But this one's going to be very fun to watch. All right, okay, so yeah, the the other thing I did want to talk about real quick was the de- was the defense because you, you very briefly mentioned it, Chris. But you you really got to dig into it. You got Victor Hedman, you got Sergachev, you got Ryan McDonough, um, you got Chernak. I mean, Tampa's defense is just that much better than uh toronto's now toronto's is better than it was the last couple of years they played much better defensively this season than they have the past two years and that was one of their downfalls against uh against montreal was the fact that they got out defensed big time and i mean you've got muzzin you you've got giordano over there which is sad well it's sad for a reason here in a second but and you've you've got obviously you've got morgan riley you, I mean, they've got a good defense, but I just don't think it's as good as uh, as Tampa's is. And then we have to look at the fact that the goaltending right now, I mean, you, you, you absolutely 100% have to give it to Andre Vasilevsky. And that's even if Jack Campbell was 100% healthy, which I don't think he is. Um, he had a really good start to the season where it w- he was being talked about for possible Vesna, which he deserved those talks at the beginning of the season. But he very he trailed off a lot and he got really bad and he got hurt. And I I, th- I think he's going to be in net for the first round, but I, I just don't see how in any nature you could say that Toronto has better goaltending 
than Tampa does. So with that, what's y'all's prediction in, in this uh, series? My prediction is a great series, but Tampa is going to win it in game seven, and it's going to be a blowout in game seven. There's going to be tears. There's going to be crying. It's going to be like Brazil versus Germany in the World Cup. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. So. Uh, I went Tampa as well in six on this one. Tampa in six. Uh, the Leafs really can win this series if if – they take advantage of special teams. If like they're better yes. on both sides of the puck on special teams. If if they can control the special teams for the entire series, they can they can still win the series, I feel. But really, I still give it to Tampa Bay right now. All right, I'm gonna eat my words. I'm also choosing Tampa. I've reversed course yeah. because it, it, it I, I'm looking at it logically, right? You know, my my whole, you know, you, you got to learn how to lose before you got to win kind of thing. That philosophy works well for Toronto. But when you look at the numbers, it just doesn't make sense. You have to look at it logically. And the fact that, again, goaltending, the most important position. And you can't go against Andre Vasilevsky. And it's the, also the defending Stanley Cup champions. And you can't, you, you can't, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt until they lose you must give them the benefit of the doubt because they're the Tampa Bay Lightning and they won the cup two years in a row. So that's just me. And plus, I'd really like to see a battle of Florida in the second round. So, you know, that'd be kind of fun. So I think that Tampa is going to win it. I think it's going to take seven games. So I think it will take seven games because I think Toronto is going to give every ounce of their being to try and win their first round. But I just don't see it. And I mean, I'll, I'll obviously be rooting for Toronto. Because I don't like Tampa Bay because they beat the Stars in the in the, in the bubble playoffs. But still, uh, I, I think it's going to be Tampa Bay who wins it. So, um, and, Okay, next series, we got Carolina and Boston. Carolina is a favorite for Chris. Chris really likes the Carolina Hurricanes, so I have a feeling I know which way he's going to go with this. But <laughs> anyways, uh, what do you guys have going on in this series? And what do you all want to talk about with this series? Carolina is going to dominate the Boston Bruins. It's not going to be close. They are very good defensively. Their offense, obviously, still great. They're a much more well-rounded team than they were the previous years when they were contenders. Those seasons, they were really just an offense. This year, they've got a very well-rounded team, a team that can really go deep in the playoffs and can rely on multiple different people and doesn't just rely on outscoring their problems. This team is... My favorite to win the Stanley Cup, and they're going to beat Boston in four games. It's going to be a sweep. Really? Okay. So you said, all right, so this is another sweep that Chris has got going for. You got a lot of sweeps, Chris. I got two sweeps. Oh, I thought you had more than that. Maybe I'm merging. Yeah. Yeah. I have two two five gamers, though. Oh, okay. Well, this was this is my sweet pick as well, actually. I'm going Carolina in four as well. I think this is where Boston has finally shown that they have to rebuild. I think this is mm-hmm. the year that they're just going to get blown out, and then they're just going to have to restart. Okay, well, what leads you to believe that, James? Because I, I can understand that, but what, what leads you to I think mean, about that? 
Just the age of the players. I just, yeah, it's it's the age of the players on the Boston Bruins. They really don't have they they don't have anyone younger on that team who's really gonna help them, even if they are able to push into the playoffs at all. I mean, right, well, I know I know they're gonna have that drive still because I they're this is probably one of their last runs, if not their last run. And I, I don't know, I just don't see it. Carolina is just. They're they're they look so strong. They've looked strong for years now. And I really think that they're just gonna destroy the Boston Bruins. And Carolina has now what I feel like the stars have too, where they have the ability where they can just grind a team down over a seven game series. So like I said this one's going four games. I think they're just gonna dominate this one. As they progress through the playoffs, they're gonna have that ability just to wear down the other team's top guy and make them a non factor in the late games. And well, let me jump on to two points here that I, that I'm going to jump on off of both of y'all's uh, comments here. The the other thing I think, Chris, that they have going for them for the Carolina Hurricanes is their forecheck. I mean, we've seen it against that's the what Stars. I'm, especially that's what I'm talking last about year. mostly. Yeah, it, I mean, their forecheck is just absolutely freaking insane. And uh, the, Rod Brindamore has made that team into a a beast mode. And it, it, the, the whole team, just the way they forecheck is scary. Now, now, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit, James, because here's my question. So you said about Boston and the fact that they're going to get blown out because of all their aging players. Okay, but you could say the same thing about Washington, and you picked Washington yeah. to beat the Florida I, Panthers. It, what's the he already admitted that was illogical. Okay. I knew that was illogical, <laughs> but it, it, it still makes more sense in this series because in Florida, they don't have any defense. You can get past you can yeah. get past them and you can score goals on them. And it's the same way both ways. You can score goals on them both ways. But in this series, like I, and just something that I that six I six goals for game for Florida. That's not like you know, top in the league, but that's I, no, not really good. It's not bad. It, it's good, but I still feel like the Florida Panthers just are not there yet. They don't have a playoff that's team fair. at all, in my opinion. And and that's that's fair. That, and, that's that's fair to say that. And one other thing that I just looked down, I just looked at the season series between the Boston Bruins and the Hurricanes. Oh yeah, uh, they got out. First game three like zero, second yeah. game seven one, last game six zero. They scored one goal in three games against the Hurricanes. <laughs> now, no that, chance. Now, here's here's my my thought process about that as well because. Um, this leads me back to the bubble playoffs when I, I believe it was the Rangers and the Hurricanes and the Hurricanes were very upset that they had to play against the Rangers because the Rangers were then moving their way up. They were really, they were really starting to become the Rangers again and be getting better. But in the season series with those guys, even though the Rangers were the lesser team, the Rangers had outplayed the Hurricanes in all three of those games. Now, when you look at the at that playing round, what happened? Hurricanes won all three. Wasn't even close. So some people had picked the Rangers as the upset in that that uh, best of five series. So yeah, but you, playing you, and, but and, playing and I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that like oh well I think the. I think that's it's stupid. No, I don't. I don't think that's not a good point. But what I'm saying is that you could you could make that point that the regular season series is is useless because it's the well, playoffs. 
but it, it, it is a good, it still is a decent point to point out that they were outscored. Yeah, it, it's, it's useless in a lot of stances, I'm sure. I, that's totally fair. But you're talking about you scored one goal against this team. I mean, Anderson had four shutouts and two of them were against Boston. Carolina literally has the best matchup in the entire first round, in my opinion. Like, they, they should easily win this. Even if it's not a sweep, they should win this series, like, no matter what. Okay, so how many games do you uh, – well, Chris already said, but James, how I, many games? I said four as well. I really don't think that Boston stands a chance in this series. There's a difference between playing well and losing to a team and losing to a team 3-0 and then 6-0 and 7-1 as well. So, And I'll agree with you here. I think it's going to be Carolina. Um, there have been some people who think Boston's going to make it, um, but I, I just don't see it with as good as Carolina has been this year. Now, the only question for Carolina – is their goaltending because we got to talk about it because Freddie Anderson, it, it looks like he's hurt. I don't think he's going to start game one. I believe that's been confirmed. He's not going to start game one. So it's going to be on Toronto. But when you look at the other side in Boston, Boston doesn't have, has two goalies that are unproven as well. So they've got, uh, Oh my goodness. Help me out. Uh, Olmark formerly of the Buffalo Sabres, who's, I think he's playing his first, uh, you know, real playoff series. And then they've got a uh, rookie goaltender, Jeremy Swayman. Now they're, they've both had decent seasons, but again, this is the playoffs, So it's untested. So you, you, you can kind of like put, wash those bo- both off to the side and just focus on everything else. And I think that just Carolina is going to be too good for, for Boston. So I, I don't think it's going to be a sweep like you guys think. I, cause I think Boston's going to put up a fight. I'm going to say in six, but I, I do think that Carolina is going to win the series. So, okay, and then for our last uh, first-round matchup, we've got the New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins here. So, for these guys, uh, this is an interesting one because I've seen lots of people going both ways for both of these teams. Um, one of y'all jump in on this and tell me what you think about uh, these two teams and who's going to win. I'll just go straight out and say that the Rangers are going to win for, for two reasons only. Igor Shesterkin and Adam Fox. Those guys are going to be amazing in the playoffs. Shesterkin this year has a .935 save percentage and a 2.07 goals against average, 36 wins. That is That's stupid. disgusting stats. That is nasty. Tristan Yari on the other side isn't, isn't so bad either. 919, 2.42, but those numbers from Shesterkin are stupid. That's he's he's got to be a Vesna finalist, so he, he he's going insane mode. Adam Fox, I just he he needs to. He's a guy who can control a series on his own. He, he has like that Miro Haskin potential. He he reminds me a lot of Haskin in that way that he can just do whatever he wants with the puck and he can take over a game if he needs to. So uh, those two reasons alone, New York Rangers and six. It's. This year has been, like, this playoff series or this whole, like, first round has been so weird for me because, like, all the, like, there's so many good goaltenders that are coming in who have no playoff experience. I mean, Shosturkin has one playoff game. That's all he's played. Yep. He's just as unproven as, as like, yeah, as the other half of, it feels like, the the goaltenders that are going into this. It's, it, it's... 
I think this is going to be a real test for Shesterkin and what, and if he's like, if he's here to stay here and dominate, or if he just had a really good regular season. And yep, I actually, true. I I went towards the Penguins on this one. This one was also a gut feeling. Um, I put Penguins in six on this one. All right, and Chris, you said you said New York Rangers in five, six, six. Excuse me. Okay, six. Okay, so and. It's it's funny we we talked about all those numbers. It's just a gut re it's just a gut feeling too, James. I I <laughs> I, I I have to pick Pittsburgh, and the, but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't <laughs> it, because you got you got it, it does make sense. It it's hard to bet against Crosby. I mean, he it really is. is. Ovechkin well, yeah, might be again, the, again. the best. Ovechkin might be the best player of this era, but Crosby is the best winner of this era. He has won everything. And and also, here, Crosby is, like, super well-rounded as a player, too. I mean, Ovechkin, he scores like crazy, and it's insane. But Crosby's right there on his tail in points. And I really feel like Crosby has has a more defensive play, even. And <laughs> this is James, so weird. People, we got some people who are, who are kind of trolling us over here, James. James, no, it's not. It's not your bread and butter. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I, I don't watch any Eastern games, so I can just make up whatever the heck I want. <laughs> Ardell laughing. <laughs> Eric saying, Ryan, what are you doing? I don't know, man, but I can't go against the Penguins for some reason. And it, it doesn't make any sense. But every time I, I, I had Pittsburgh not even making the playoffs this year. I, I had them, uh, I think, seventh in their division. Like not even close, and it just every single time they prove to me that they they're, they're able to to find some way into the playoffs. Now, here's the only thing that bothers me about picking picking the Penguins is their recent playoff success. They've gone out in the first round the last three years. They've been able to make the playoffs, but they've gone out the last three years. I'm going to play devil's advocate for you, too, because you did it for me. Why did okay. you pick Florida Panthers in the first round, then? They don't make it out of the first round, either. <laughs> Just because they, they, they're they freaking goal differential. 100 plus 120? Right? Yes. That, but so, it, it, it's it's the same idea. But it, it's also the same idea with the with the Boston Bruins and the, yeah. the Washington Capitals. Is You've got older teams who are still kind of there, and you're like, it's hard to go against these yeah. teams, but you have these other teams who ended the regular season better. And, and you're like, like, what are you supposed and, to do? And honestly, <laughs> I, I'm so excited for the Eastern conference purely because like these teams have known that they're going to be in the playoffs for months now. Like they, they, they have been in their spots for a long time. Really? Who, who's going to turn it on? Like who, who turned it off earlier at the trade deadline? We're like, okay, we're in a playoff spot. Okay. We're fine. Who's going to, who's going to like show up and just be that dominant team in the playoffs. And I have no freaking clue. I don't watch the Eastern <laughs> conference. I know. I mean, the central has been fighting for position and in, in playoff spots in general for all the way up to the last day, the last game of the season. It's. I feel like it's going to be 
really interesting to watch the Eastern Conference. Sadly, James, I know the answer to your question, and it's going to be Tampa Bay. They're the the best playoff no, team that we've I seen think, recently. That, that's screw you, that's, Chris. Okay, honestly, that's what I went for too. <laughs> I don't like the I answer either, you. but that's but, the answer. But but really, I feel like I feel like everyone in the East can like one team can just show up and they and they can make it all the way to the Santa Cup Finals. Like it. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's true in like but the West Conference work. too. Uh, yeah, it's it's like it's true, and like what, what every any team can do that. But I mean, we haven't seen any like Eastern Conference like playoff game style games. Whereas like I know we what played, you yeah, we we played the Golden Knights the other night, and like that that was a that was a play win in your end game. Like that was it. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't get to see any of that in the Eastern Conference. For the East, it's easier to see one team popping off and just dominating it easily. Is what you're trying to say? Well, I mean, all yeah. eight teams, but ended easier than the West, points. at least. Yeah, yeah. So they're all good teams. But that being said, the other teams in the East are also pretty bad. <laughs> okay. All, all right. right. So real quick, we've talked. We yeah, we've talked about every team in depth. So let's do this quick, and and we'll we'll talk about each of these matchups. Okay. Well, Second what reason round, for why up. you determine each matchup. Huh. Just give your number one reason for why each team wins each series. That's the way we'll, okay. we'll finish it out tonight. Okay, Colorado and Minnesota, you guys. Who, who do we got here? It's going to be Colorado. Nathan McKinnon is going to overpower. Colorado is just overall as a team. It's just more well-rounded in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I put Minnesota. Flowers going to be a beast. Colorado has second-round demons. True. And you know what? I'm gonna agree with James here. It's it, it's 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 flurry. He's he's gonna do flurry things and he's gonna take care of it. So uh in Colorado is not gonna be able to get out of the second round. And they've they've proven to us and even against every our team year. that they can't year. get out of the second round. Yeah. And it's every single year. Okay, uh Battle of Alberta. Oh wait, Chris. Wait, did you already say yours? Yeah. Oh you did. Okay. He put, my he put yeah, Colorado. I did. Okay, uh, Battle of Alberta in the second round. This will be fun to watch, uh, assuming that this is what happens, for me at least. You give that um, one, Ryan. Me and James disagree with you. Yeah. Yep, so I'll go ahead and say who I think will win in this series. It's going to be Calgary, hands down. There's no question between those two teams who's the better team. And, it, it, again, it goes it got down to goaltending. And uh, the defense for Calgary is better than Edmonton's, in my opinion. So that's why I would put Calgary in that series. I think it's, I think it's both of these – series will go deep uh this one's going to go to six because if it goes to seven i think Cal- uh, colorado will win because they because they want to exercise those demons out of them calgary is going to win in six though as well over the uh, edmonton oilers so that's just me so for me so you James, guys had dallas got Dal- yeah, yeah we have dallas. dallas and edmonton in this matchup i'm taking dallas we talked about how important yeah. it was to get into that first wild card spot because the pacific division side is just easier overall that's going to come into play this time. No matter who it is between Edmonton or LA, I think Dallas wins the series. I think it's going to be Edmonton. All we have to do is lock down McDavid and Dreisaitl. All we have to do. But we've proven we can do that. It, and, yeah. we've that we can, <laughs> <laughs> and we've proven that we can wear down really good players with Nathan McKinnon in that series two years ago. So I think yeah. the Stars are going to take this. It's going to be in six. I, I'm not sure that it matters whether the Stars win – in the Calgary matchup or Calgary does. 
I don't think Edmonton's making it past either of those teams in the playoffs. Those Agreed. both, both of these teams I, I are super they're super defensive style teams. They have better goaltending than Edmonton does. I don't think they stand a chance. I put um you know, I didn't have the amount of games for my second round, but I'll pick for this one. I think Dallas will win this series in five if they make it here. Wow. Okay. Wow. I don't have faith James in James going strong man. here. <laughs> Well, I mean, we did. I right. mean, they did it against the Vegas Golden Knights in the in the conference final in the bubble playoffs. So why not? Yeah. Okay. Right. You and me, Ryan. We have Florida, Tampa Bay. All right. Uh, I'll let you go first. All right. I am gonna say it's finally time for the Giant to be taken down. Tampa Bay is gonna lose to the Florida Panthers. Florida Heck yes. Panthers are going to the conference finals. This one's gonna be in seven games. I agree. Um, I I picked Florida to win my series in that uh, semifinal matchup. And I I just think that I know that offense doesn't really win championships and defense wins championships, but Florida's offense is just, it's, it's too much offense. It's overpowering. (laughs) And and they have a goalie who is more than capable of, of being able to be that backstop for them. And, And their defense is still good too. I mean, Aaron Ekblad, Mackenzie Weger, both of those guys are still really good. So I think Florida yep. wins it. It's big seven games, though. I agree to to beat the right, Stanley Cup champions. All right, James. Uh, Washington so, so, and Tampa. Yeah, I had Washington and Tampa. I mean, it's Tampa, obviously. Battle of the upsets. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's it's Tampa in. I'll say in six in this one. I mean, at this point, I mean Washington's gonna still be beat up from that Florida series. I think. So there's not a chance they they win the second round. Tampa is in the conference finals for me. All right, All right. and that leads. And... Yep, that leads us to uh, Carolina and Pittsburgh for me and James. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah, and then you had you had New York. Okay, so New York. It. I don't think it matters for me. Whoever plays the Carolina Hurricanes, it'll be Carolina who wins that series. Uh, just for the fact that they are a a better, more well-rounded team, they they'll beat the crap out of uh, out of the Pittsburgh Penguins, especially just because the, Pittsburgh is just an older team, and the way that Carolina forechecks, I think, will be too much for Pittsburgh. If it's if it's New York, it, it's it's uh, Igor Shosturkin. I just think that it's going to be too much for Carolina to handle or too much for Shostorkin to handle uh, with the Carolina offense, Sebastian Ajo, Vincent Trocek, uh, you know, Sveshnikov, all that stuff. I think it'll be too much. So Carolina for me over Pittsburgh, I, I think this is going to be the one that I said is going to be in five. So James, what about you? Uh, I pick uh, Carolina in seven on this one. Uh, I really think that, I don't know, Pittsburgh is, I feel like, I feel like they're just going to put up a fight this year. I don't know why I feel that way. It's, Gut feeling completely, but last chance. Yeah, last chance. It feels like it. I I really feel like still Carolina is going to feel like they're in control of this whole series. So Carolina in seven. Yeah. Okay, Chris, you've got uh, Carolina and the Rangers in in this particular matchup. So what do you think? I I agree with your first statement. Doesn't matter who plays Carolina, they're going to win it. With the Rangers, it's going to be a super low-scoring series. Carolina's going to stifle their offense. They're going to stop Adam Fox, and they're going to get to Shesterkin enough, at least, to win the series. 
I'm going to say, if it's New York, Carolina in seven. Okay. All right. So for, I, I think James, you and I have the same conference match. Uh, no, you have this, you have the stars, don't you? Yeah. So, okay. So for me, I'll go ahead and do mine then. So for me in the con- Western conference final, I've got Minnesota and uh, Calgary. And this was a really hard decision for me uh, just because I think both of these teams are, uh, are very good, well-rounded teams. They've got a lot of, uh, a lot of guys that can score. Both defenses are pretty good as well. But my thing is, is that Calgary, they've been able to lean on their first line through the playoffs. I think it's going to be too much for them. Minnesota just has too many guys that can score. They have three balanced lines, and I, they just don't have uh, – Calgary just doesn't have the firepower that uh, that Minnesota has balance-wise. I mean, obviously they've got that first line, but after that second line, I just don't see them getting enough scoring in order to not only get more scoring than Minnesota, but they also have to beat the best goalie of our generation, Marc-Andre Fleury. So for me, it's going to be Minnesota. It'll be seven games. That's me. James, you've got um, Minnesota and Dallas. So in that series, who who do you think is, would win that series? Uh, I think – this is where Dallas bows out here. I think Minnesota wins this series. Um, at this point, Flurry will probably be on top of his game, and I don't think we have a chance against him. <laughs> so I, I I put Minnesota for in the finals as well. And then here, here I have Colorado and Dallas in the conference final. At this point, I'm kind of agreeing with James. It's more of a bow out thing. Our age is going to catch up to us. We're going to get some injuries, and we're not going to be able to keep up with the scoring of Colorado, is, is is my opinion. So I think Colorado beats the Stars. I think they do it in six games. And according to your bracket, that they've already gotten rid of their their second-round demons. They've made it into the third round. So then yeah. at that point, so that, that monkey that point, on their back is off. off. Right. So now, uh, James, for for me, with, with, you had Minnesota and Dallas, right? Yes. Okay. So, and and you said, and you said that's where where Dallas bows out. But you know, I I think that's a favorable matchup if if the Stars make it to the conference final and it's Minnesota that they play against. I really I really do. I really not do. against a hot Mark Andre Fleury. No chance. He plays so good against the Dallas Stars. He does. He, plays he loves good playing good against, against two us. different teams this year's. I hate here, that. Here's dude. here and then here's where I was go- <laughs> here's where I was going with this is that there's a little bit of hope there in the fact that Otter outdueled Marc-Andre Fleury yes. when he was with the Chicago That is Black true. Hawks. So there's a little bit of hope there, okay? But, but, but he, he, here's your your one-off word. He was on the Chicago Blackhawks, the team who can't <laughs> score even when there isn't a good goalie on the other side. So That's true. Whatever. That's very true. Okay, uh, for my Western or Eastern Conference, I believe Chris, you and I have the same one, correct? Florida, Carolina. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to go first? Yep, I'm gonna give it to Carolina. Carolina is gonna be is gonna be a grind. Carolina's gonna forecheck Florida to death. They're gonna beat them down. They're gonna frustrate their best players and. They're going to finally grind them down in seven games, and they're going to beat Florida Panthers, and they're going to go to the Stanley Cup 
finals. For me, I'm going with Carolina as well. And that was a change because I, I think I had Florida making it to the Stanley Cup final. But uh, Carolina is just a more balanced team. And the, the only thing that I'm a little hesitant to pick Carolina over Florida is in goaltending. And I think this is the one time I'm going against goaltending uh, just because Carolina plays that crazy style that just wears you down. And I just think over a, a seven-game series that uh, Florida just won't be able to, to match up to it. It's, it's also not fair. It's not Florida's time yet. This is the first year that they've been relevant. They, they've had a decent team, but they've, they've – like last year they had a great team. They just had to play Flo- uh, Tampa Bay in the first round. But this year is the first time that they've really had a, an excellent team, and they just haven't learned how to lose yet. So this is where I throw my uh, my you know my uh, ideology about the playoffs here, and I think Carolina wins. So, uh, James, so you had I have Carolina and Tampa Bay in the conference finals. You don't you don't what a good conference finals. It is it's such don't a good it, conference finals. Don't do it. Tampa Bay is gonna win. Screw it. you. It's gonna no. it's gonna it's gonna be Tampa Bay versus. Minnesota in the finals. It's gonna be Flurry versus Vasilevsky. That's gonna be freaking amazing, dude. That that's what I that's I what I was like. I, I remember I like mentioned this in passing to to Ryan. I think I don't know he if did. it was on air or or after a show or something. But it like after the show, I, I said, wouldn't it be cool if if Andre Fl- or if if Flower and Andre Vasilevsky fought each other in the Stanley Cup Finals. And then I looked at the bracket and I was like, that could really happen. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> I went with. So I, it, it's a little bit of of wishful thinking on my part to, to want those to play against each other. But also I really I really feel like that can happen. And I don't know. I Just, just a reason for Carolina not beating Tampa Bay because really Carolina is, is an absolutely spectacular team. I'm just – I'm not betting against a two-time – Stanley Cup champion right now. That's fair. Not especially not when they make it that this. close. I just would hate having both those teams having good season. I want both <laughs> those teams. To be sad. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's review our uh, our Stanley Cup Finals teams. Uh, for me, it's Minnesota and Carolina. James, who is yours? Minnesota and Tampa Bay. And then Christian. Carolina versus Colorado. So we all have three different, have uh, different. Stanley. Wow. Yeah, we, that, yeah we, we, we I was not expecting that, honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it, it's that, that's what's fun about these prediction videos. You, you can be so wrong. <laughs> well, one of us is going to be. <laughs> yeah, one of us is going to be really, or all three of us may be really wrong. <laughs> we all, so, I don't but, like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, uh, who would like to go first for the Stanley Cup final? I'm going first. Okay. Carolina's going to win the Stanley Cup. They're finally going to do it. This is the team that can really knock down Colorado and keep their offense in check. They're going to do it in six games. It's going to be glorious. The Jerks are going to take a cup home. So, so with Minnesota Wild and Tampa Bay Lightning, I put Minnesota Wild. Okay, okay. At least you did that. Minnesota (laughs) Wild. You know why I did it? Bye. Because Perry, Corey Perry is on the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
That is a curse. Okay. They're, they're going to lose in, in seven. Three. So Minnesota, Minnesota wins in seven games. So he's going to do the, he's going to be known forever as the, the anti Patrick Maroon. <laughs> Third time. First Three time loser. runner up. Oh my God. Can you <laughs> it's, imagine? It's going to be amazing. I would, I would honestly rather lose w- in the conference final than go to the Stanley Cup final and lose for the third time in a row. Yeah. With a, with a, with your third so bad, different man. team. I want that storyline so bad. Okay, but anyway, so for mine, you guys, I've got Minnesota and Carolina. Drum roll. Carolina's going to be the Stanley Cup champions, in my opinion. Boom. And uh, again, it, it's, it's just going to be... I think it's going to be too much for for Minnesota in general to handle. I think Flurry is going to be exhausted at this point because he's had to go through St. Louis, Colorado, and Calgary in order to get to the Stanley Cup final. And I think he's finally just not going to be able to do it. And now here here's my here's my uh, the, the uh, another side to this. So it, there has only been a couple of times in NHL history that the Conn Smythe has gone to a player on the losing team. And I think that Marc-Andre Fleury is going to pull a, a, a J.S. Jaguar when Anaheim lost in the Stanley Cup final. And I think that Marc-Andre Fleury will get the Conn Smythe in, in the Stanley Cup uh, final, in my opinion. So that's what I think. That would be lame. I think that's lame. <laughs> but, but. I don't know. We'll Not see. very valuable if he lost. I don't know. I don't know about you, man. But. I, I think he's going to play out of his mind, and he's going to play the best that he can. But I, I think Calgary – or excuse me, uh, Carolina is just going to be too much for him. I, re- I really think it's just going to be too much for him. So, All right, so just a review. Our Stanley Cup champion for me is Carolina. Chris says the same thing. He thinks it's going to be Carolina. And James, for some reason, says Minnesota Wild, which I – so, I don't know how we got to this point, so but okay. What one point of that I just wanted to point out, just because it, it's quick passing. In my bracket, Minnesota plays Dallas in the conference finals. So I, I really feel like that's an easy win for Minnesota. They'll be well rested going into the Stanley Cup finals, in my opinion. That's the only reason why. Yep. Well, thank you for listening to the longest podcast we've done probably all year. It's been a lot, it, and yeah, we haven't done one like this in a long time. So, all right, guys. Well, we are going to go ahead and cut it off here tonight. Playoffs start tomorrow. Stars do not play until Tuesday. So, it. I feel bad for the American Airlines Center staff. I mean, I mean with the the Mavs games going on and with the Stars games going on, it's just back to 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 back. It's like a full week of them just switching back from ice to to wood. <laughs> so. Good luck to them. And, but and guess what time the stars play on Tuesday? Our favorite time. 9:30. Almost 9. 9 p.m. Oh, That's that. my favorite time. Thanks so much, Calgary. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, we, we should really be saying thanks, Nashville. For right? losing the game. Yeah, for losing the I game. I mean, I mean. We we thought that we gave it to Nashville when we lost to that to the same yeah, team. We so, did the best we could. I mean, <laughs> we, we, both teams are just too polite. They don't they don't want it the easier route. 
Either random way. thought for, for tonight. Arizona played two games, right? Against two wild card teams. The first game, they were down three to nothing. The second game, they were down four to nothing. And Air and Arizona was just like, here, oh, hold my man. beer. We can do worse. <laughs> and and I, I I don't get it. They, they were I, I they were getting shut that. out and they came back and won both games. So I don't know. The, the, the crazier thing for me was that the Sabres were winning for nothing after the first seven minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. It was seven minutes into the game. They had four goals. Oh my goodness. Arizona. It, it's just stupid. How do how do both teams do that in the most critical point of the whole season, man? I don't know. How, how I don't does get it. that happen? Galaxy know. brain. I, and I didn't get to rant about that, so that's why I ranted about it. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, it's after midnight here in the Central Time Zone, so we're going to cut it off here. Thank you guys for tuning in here for tonight. and uh, Or if you're listening on the podcast side, listening the next morning, we appreciate it. Uh, please go and use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings. DraftKings is really starting to ramp up their stuff. For the NHL playoffs, there's going to be some new stuff exciting going on there. Go Also go and check out uh, sarcasticmarkshop.com for all the phase one of our new merch stuff. We'd appreciate it if you'd go and support us that way. That's the best way you can support us in uh, what we do here. And then also, uh, as always, if you leave a review wherever you're listening here, whether that be here on YouTube or whether you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. We'd appreciate that. And I I think that's it. You can follow us all on social media as well. We're all over social media too. So anything else, guys? Check us out Tuesday night. Yep, Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. All right, so along with Chris and James, I'm Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening. Bye.